0: Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode 135 of this year, uh, episode 135 of 2021. And we're going to do the readings for the uh, 11th week of Ordinary Time. I tried to put out an earlier one, and I made a mistake about the... um, the, uh, the week I, I did one where the readings were completely wrong and it was for the second week of ordinary time. When we are in 11th week, uh, I asked for your, for your forgiveness for that one. Uh, that was my bumbling mistake. Uh, but, um, corrected myself and now I'm doing the readings for the correct Sunday in ordinary time, the 11th Sunday in ordinary time. All right. So. Um, if you like what I do and you can forgive me for making mistakes, uh, please subscribe and share to the podcast. I really would appreciate it. So let's begin with the act of contrition in the name of the father, son, and Holy spirit. I confess to almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have What I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray with me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on all of us and forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie ele elision. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to people of good will. We For you alone are the Holy one. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the most high Jesus Christ with the Holy spirit in the glory of God, the father. Amen. 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 Okay. So, uh, now, uh, we're back into ordinary time. Uh, we just went, uh, past the, um, the sacred heart of Jesus. Uh, I didn't do the readings for the Immaculate Heart of Mary. I apologize. Um, Haven't been, been, been feeling very good lately. Um, I've had slight bit of a ringing in my ears. I uh, tinnitus, tinnitus. Uh, we Americans say tinnitus. The British like to say tinnitus. Uh, you know, so, um, you know, uh, things are sort of going back to normal. I'm sort of, you know, dealing with it. It's a slight little cross I had to bear. But anyway, let's go into the first reading. The first reading is from Ezekiel, chapter seventeen, verse twenty two to twenty four. I have lifted high the lowly tree. Okay. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, a reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, I too will take from the crest of the seed of the cedar, from its topmost branch tear off a tender shoot and plant it on a high and lofty mountain on the mountain heights of Israel I will plant it it shall put forth branches and bear fruit and become a majestic cedar birds of every kind shall dwell beneath it every wing thing in the shades of its bow And all the trees of the field shall know that I, the Lord, bring low the high tree and lift high the lowly tree. Wither up the green tree and make the withered tree bloom. As I, the Lord, have spoken, so will I do. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, let me read it one more time. Okay, the uh, reading from Ezekiel, chapter 17, 22 to 24. Thus says the Lord God, I too will take from the crest of the cedar, from its topmost branches tear off a tender shoot and plant it on high and lofty mountain. On the mountain heights of Israel I will plant it It shall put forth branches and bear fruit, and become a majestic cedar. Birds of every kind shall dwell beneath it, every winged thing in the shade of its bow. All the trees of the field shall know that I, I, the Lord, bring low the high tree, lift high the lowly tree, wither up the green tree, and make the withered tree bloom. As I, the Lord, Have spoken, so will I do. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So this particular reading of Ezekiel sounds familiar, right? It should sound familiar. Hasn't our Lord talked about the mustard seed, right? Uh mustard seed that is the smallest of all the herbs or uh, of seeds and plants it and it springs and becomes a big tree. I, I don't know what a mustard mustard tree or a mustard seed uh, I mean I've seen mustard seeds but I don't know about the tree. I don't know what mustard tree looks like I've never seen one uh, but he mentioned how all the birds of the air, And I bet you that that reading, which, you know, obviously is going to happen. The reading is going to be about that, comes down and and they plant and they make their nests. Now, that's, that in a sense is called back to Noah's Ark, where all the different animals of every breed came, clean and unclean, and gone inside the Ark. And it's obviously a call back to creation, right? Now, the the fact that the Lord said also that he's going to take a small little tender, uh, a tender shoot is also a call back to the prophecy of a, a shoot shall sprout from the stomp of Jesse. Uh, I believe that's Isaiah's prophecy, right? And that obviously is referring to the Messiah. The tree here is obviously Christ, right? It's also a picture of the cross, picture of the church, and all the birds uh, making their nest is a picture of all different Christians. It's a t- it's obviously pointing to the teaching of Christ, his parables. And also the fact that, and I, you know, obviously we can't. You can't rule out the cross. You can't rule out the church. You can't rule out Christ, because as as the church teaches us, all of Scripture speaks of the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, it speaks of the Lord Jesus, and it speaks of the gospel. It's a, it speaks of the church. The church is known as the tree of life, and this obviously, this this little cedar, which uh, obviously the the shoot, the tender shoot, it's a, it's talking about Jesus and is also talking about the cross, is talking about the church, and it's talking about salvation, and this is something we 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 should appreciate. I mean here i will take from the crest of the cedar from its topmost branches tear off a tender shoot a shoot you know uh, you know uh, you know uh, shall spring forth from the stomp of jesse okay it's obviously that uh and planted on a high on a high lofty mountain the high lofty mountain is obviously the mountain of god right Uh, And on the mountain heights of Israel, I will plant it. Obviously, since the Messiah, the gospel, the church comes from Israel, comes from the people of Israel, comes from the covenant that God made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the covenant that God made in Mount Sinai, and the revelation that he spoke to all the prophets so we have to always as Christians, remember that who we come from, who, what, that our faith is born out of the out of the faith of Israel, out of the, the covenant that God made with Abraham and with J- Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets, Moses and all of them and the covenant that he made with David. So we have to remember that we Christians have to remember where our spiritual roots come from you know catholic orthodox christians or evangelical we we are the heirs to israel we owe our our heritage and our faith to the to to the heritage of israel that's you know we are you know we we are spiritual semites okay so it goes on from here all right birds Okay, so he planted on the mountain, okay? And she'll put forth branches and bear fruit. Every tree must bear fruit. The first psalm says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor takes part with sinners and scoffers, but he shall be like a tree that's planted by the river and shall bear fruit in due season. And his leaf will never wither. So it's, you know, we're speaking about the Christian. We're speaking about Christ. So John the Baptist said to the Pharisees, you brood of vipers, who warned you of the wrath that is to come? Every bear fruit that's worthy of repentance. And every tree that does not bear fruit must be cut down and thrown into the fire. So every Christian must bear fruit. The, we have to bear fruit. We have to, with the gospel, the life of Christ, living the gospel life, living the gospel, the gospel way of, uh, of, of life, we must bear fruit. Remember the story of the talents. If, you know, uh, he gives one ten talents, he gives uh, another two uh, five maybe, and, one, and another one he gives three or two and one. The one that has one goes ahead and plants, uh, hides it. And all the others went out and they invested that means they won new converts they went out and shared the gospel but you come home I mean the, the other one comes back comes comes back to the Lord and shows only one talent. a talent basically can is like a coin but also it's a point to the representation of what the talents and skills that God give us and let's guess what happened no. <laughs> he he didn't invest in it he kept it as one and so the Lord punished him took, took from him and gave to the other one that has more you know if some people just don't want to use the talents and skills God gives them but we have to go out and bear fruit we have to show our faith the best way is not to preach I think the best way is let people be curious show them what positiveness your faith in christ brings you bring forth uh you know good fruit is because you you share the gospel but you share you can share the gospel without taking a bible out just let the person see what the what faith has done for you what faith is in your life what does Jesus mean to you? And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Once people start asking you questions, you'll see you'll see things change. Okay. Um, and then it goes on. Every wing thing on the shade, um, every, birds of every kind shall dwell beneath behind beneath it. Every wing thing in the shade of its bows, and all the trees of the field shall know that I, the Lord. Bring low the high tree, humbles the mighty, and lift high the low tree. I lift up the lowly. He's, we, we've seen this before in other passages. With, uh, and wither up the green tree and make the withered tree bloom. As I, the Lord, have spoken, so will I do. So whoever does not bear fruit, he'll always bring someone in his place. Judas Iscariot failed to, to be the, uh, a good Christian. The Lord brought someone else in his place. See what I'm saying? It, it's possible to learn how to read the Bible like this. You have to learn to, when you read the Bible and you read spiritual writings of the church fathers, it will come easy. And if you're baptized and confirmed, you will receive the power of the Holy Spirit and God will open up eyes. It will, will help you understand even the traditions of the others, a, you know, of other, of other Christians from other churches. It's possible. All right, let's move on to the psalm. All right, Psalm 92. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praise to your name, Most High, to proclaim your kindness at dawn and your faithfulness throughout the night. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. The just one shall flourish like the palm tree Like a cedar of Lebanon shall he grow. They that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. They shall bear fruit even in old age. Vigorous and sturdy shall they be, declaring how just is the Lord, my rock in whom there is no wrong. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. Okay, Let me read it one more time. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praise to your name most high, to proclaim your kindness at dawn and your faithfulness throughout the night. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. The just one shall flourish like the palm tree, like a cedar of Lebanon shall he grow. They that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. They shall bear fruit even in old age. Vigorous and sturdy shall they be, declaring how just is the Lord, my rock in whom there is no wrong. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. Lord, it is good to give thanks to you. Amen. Amen. All right, so here's an interest, interesting thing here. We have, all right, um, the first one. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praise to your name most high, to proclaim your kindness at dawn and your faithfulness throughout the night. It's interesting in the, that show, um, The Chosen, there's a prayer, and I'm going to take, I guess, as the traditional Hebrew prayer. I am thankful to you uh you know great is your faithfulness for you have restored my soul you know uh you know i'm thankful to you king uh, most high king for you have restored my soul great is your faithfulness and so you see here like at nighttime because our souls have been restored meaning we are strengthened. God has has kept us alive, so we should always be thankful because we have life. And God keeps us alive because there's a purpose and a reason for our existence. We have a purpose to serve him. We were created not just to serve, but we were created because God created us out of love. And out of love he maintains us because his desire is to have a relationship with us. To have a spiritual, healthy relationship with God. God created us for a relationship. Okay, the just one shall flourish like the palm tree. Again, here you have the image of a tree. Like, again, the cedar of Lebanon shall he grow. Because cedars of Lebanon grow tall and they point to the sky They are planted in the house of the Lord and shall flourish in the courts of our God. You see, what is here is that we live constantly in God's divine presence. And we bear fruit, not just through good works, but through faith, through intimacy with God, through a deep relationship, we grow and we're strong, like the cedars of Lebanon. Meaning, our faith is powerful and strong. He compares it to something out of nature: trees. Trees get trees are a good sign of life. An olive tree bears olives. It bears uh, olives that are useful. Um, you know, to from God, everything. One who lives in God. And flourishes in God, gets grace. And grace bears fruit. But you bear fruit by by your prayer life. You bear fruit by your relationship in your family. You bear fruit by how you work. You bear fruit how you live your faith. Everything to God in our lives. He wants to be involved in every event, in very important event. He wants us because we were made for intimate relationship with him. We were made for this relationship. And if anyone says differently, they're wrong. We weren't born to be slaves. We were born to be sons and daughters of God. We were born to be to, to be in a good relationship. Not to be slaves, not to be had to live fearful of Him. He never intended that. I know some people talk about past Catholics, the way Catholics were raised. My opinion is this those people lived you know, live their life sometimes without even thinking about God. They eat, they wash, they, you know, they they do their laundry. They're indifferent. They're indifferent to everything. And that sometimes can be a dangerous thing. Stay always living in God's presence. Stay always. And that's, you know, that's all I need to say. I mean, that's all, we're going to see more examples in the next reading. Uh, reading from the second letter of st paul to the corinthians chapter 5 verse 6 to 10 whether we are at home or away we aspire to please the lord we are always courageous although we know that while we are at home in the body we are away from the lord for we walk by faith not by sight yet we are courageous and we would rather leave the body and go home to the lord therefore Uh, Therefore, we aspire to please Him, whether we are at home or away, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each may receive a recompense according according to what he did in the body, whether good or evil. One more time, we are always courageous, although we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord for we walk by faith not by sight yet we are courageous and we uh would rather leave the body and go home to the lord therefore we aspire to please him whether we are at home or away for we must all appear before the kingdom uh, uh, before the judgment seat of christ so that each may receive recompense according to what he did in the body or whether good or evil Alleluia, Alleluia. The seed is the word of God. Christ is the sower. All who come to Him will live forever. Alleluia, Alleluia. Okay, a reading from the whole uh, from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Mark, uh, chapter four, verse twenty-six to thirty-four. It is the smallest of all seeds, and we become the large. Uh, it becomes the largest of plants. There you go. That's that reading. That seed there. Jesus said to the crowds, This is how it is with the kingdom of God. It is as if a man were to scatter seed on the land, and would sleep and rise at night and day, and through it all the seed would sprout and grow. He knows not how of its own accord, while the land yields fruit, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear, and when the grain Is ripe, he wields the sickle at once, for the harvest has come. He said, To what shall we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable can we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, that when it is sown in the ground, it is the smallest of all the seed on earth, but once it is sown, it springs up and becomes the largest of plants, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the sky can dwell in its shade, whether many such parable with many such parables he spoke the word to them, and as they were able to understand, without parables he did not speak to them, but to his own disciples he explained everything in private. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen our purpose is union with Christ our whole existence is for a full relationship an intimate relationship with God we were created to have a relationship with God we weren't created to uh, to be alone we were created To be in union with God, we were created for love. God created us out of love and maintains us in love. Even when we turn our backs on him and we sin, he maintains us, maintains our existence. And great as much as he is a judge, his mercy is far greater jesus says here in the gospel about the mustard seed okay this is how the this is how it is with the kingdom of god it is as if a man were to scatter seed on the land and would sleep and rise night and day and though it 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 all um it all the seed would sprout and grow. He knows not how of its own accord. The, ye- the land yields fruit, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. And when the, grain it, when the grain is ripe, he wills the sickle at once, for the harvest has come. Now, all that is talking about how the word of God grows in us. How we mature in the Word of God, how we mature in holiness, to bear fruit means we come to full maturity in faith. We're full maturity in faith in 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 Him. The the grain, then, the the grain and the ear and the full grain in the ear. That is faith. That is, that is complete mature faith. Holiness. Ripe holiness. Holiness that is so pure, so true. You know we know him we're fully intimate with god we're fully holy in god we we can't live without god we can't breathe without god we can't he's involved in every aspect of our lives we you know we we know him when we're asleep we know him when we're awake we 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 walk and move god we move in god we breathe in god you know Our whole lives is in God and, and, and so much so that we, as we move through life, we should scatter like, like, like a plant, you know, when some seeds, because the wind blows, they scatter their, their seed. Well, as we move and breathe in him and, and, and we live throughout our whole life, we share, we share the holiness, we share the grace and we help others mature and grow in grace. And that is bearing fruit. That is it. That's why Paul in his letter. We live and breathe and live in God. We Our destiny is not this world. Our destiny is eternity. Eternity with him. Eternal life. You know, we can't. Look, no matter what our career. Even though. Our lives and our career should be to the glory of God. Everything we do should be the glory of God. We, we're we not going to take our bank accounts with us. We're not going to take our favorite shoes with us. We're not going to take our favorite comic book collection with us. We're not going to take um, the jewelry. We're not going to take our favorite, you know, I mean, the I guess God can permit in the life to come our favorite dog and cat to appear. But the point is, our whole lives, our whole eternity—it's eternity that we should be seeking. We're going to grow old. We're going to grow sick. We're going to have diseases. We're going to to die. But if we die in faith, it doesn't matter. As long if we die in full maturity in Christ, it doesn't matter. The point is our whole destiny is to be with God and we should also bring others to God. That is the whole point of it. That is what it means to bear fruit. That is what it means to be that seed, that word of God planted in us, bears fruit. Our whole life is with him to receive communion, to receive his body and blood And to become his body and blood. And to become him. To the point that when he looks at us. He sees himself. The father sees the son. Not our sins. Yes he does see us. But he sees us. Almost like. At the same time as he sees Christ. When he looks at us. He sees his. Only begotten son. And yet at the same time. He will see us. God created us before we knew ourselves. God created us before we were given the name. He knew what name we're going to have before our own parents, before we were even conceived. God created us, us. He took the time in eternity to think us into existence. Are we a mistake? No. Were we born with the wrong gender? Absolutely not. Okay, we were born to give glory to him and we were born to be loved by him. That is the whole point of our existence. I am a sinner. We're all sinners. Will I sin again? Yes, definitely I will. Will I fail miserably? Most definitely I will. I pray I don't. We are all sinners and we all need to recognize this. This is the whole purpose of our existence is to be with God and to love God and to be loved by Him and also to repent of our sins. We should pray for true contrition. We should also spend time and ask God to reveal our faults. Not to to reveal our faults so we can be constantly afraid of him no he wants us to be with him but he also wants us to be truly repented of our sins and we need to know we need to we need to remember that now days that we're living in with all the crisis and the scandals within the church how do you know you're not listening to a hypocrite well let me tell you something think of me as a hypocrite a hypocrite who admits he's a hypocrite because I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm a failure. I will sin again, and I hope to God I don't sin again. I don't want to sin again. I don't want to do any sin, and I don't want to be called a hypocrite, but i will rather call myself one because we're all sinners. But let me tell you one thing. I love the Catholic Church, and I love the gospel. and I love Jesus Christ above all everything. And I want people to be holy. I wish we lived in a perfect world, but we don't. All right? We don't. I wish I can get up every morning and I don't have to do the shopping. I wish my, I wish I didn't have to go to work, but I do have to go to work. You know? I wish I didn't have to ride the subway, but I have to ride the subway. But I don't, most of all, I pray that I die in the state of grace. And I pray that a lot of people I have contact with die in the state of grace. I want all of us to, like Thomas More said, to be merrily happy in heaven together. All right, I'm going to end it here and I'll be back soon with another podcast. But let's end it with the, uh, the prayers and his kingdom will have no end i believe in the holy spirit the lord the giver of life who proceeds from the father and the son who with the father and the son is adored and glorified who has spoken through the prophets i believe in one holy catholic and apostolic church I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Okay, folks, um, God bless, and I'll be back soon with another podcast, all right? And uh, please remember to subscribe and, and share and uh, tell your friends. God bless.